0: I just want to put it out there I don't think anybody knows what it means no I think right I think you're so right Jindy and it's like you can read so many self-help books not that I have but you could and <laughs> and I don't think you'd ever have the answer to it
1: yeah like I yeah I, I think that's why I struggled because I was like damn what is Gindy gonna ask me what are the answers because I don't know obviously I know how I feel and I know like the emotion but I guess it's different for everyone and people can't really look for a, a standard textbook description mm-hmm. of what it is because it's different for different people and it's different depending on if it's even romantic or family or friend so I was like oh this is going to be a I thought in my head this is going to be a really easy topic to talk about and as it was coming close I was like I have no idea what I'm going to say but yeah I'm literally <laughs> going to wing it on my answers
2: yeah it's like it's not that I've got questions it's just that I guess you know if you've it's like picking an example. It doesn't have to be the current love of our lives, but like mm. start with romantic love, because I think that's what we're on about. Like, you know, mm. I went ahead of talking about love in general. And I was like, actually, when do you know, when do you actually know that you're in love? Like, mm. when that's talking specifics and, and like, just maybe we just all have a rule that we're not talking about our current or most recent relationship. So we're talking generally about remembering a time when we actually felt in love or knew we were in love like what what is that
1: do you know I was actually saying this I know you just said not to use an example but I don't really have a different (laughs) benchmark right now um (laughs) but I was saying this in this morning because I can't remember what we're talking about and I was like I never would have thought like two and a half years ago like when I met him at the pub that I would feel this way about him and it's almost like I can't pinpoint a defining moment in time I had a feeling when I kind of knew I was starting to like actually be really like this is someone I really strongly care about and have wanted to have a future with and you know have kids and stuff but I don't think there was like a just a day I woke up and I was like oh my god I love this person so yeah I was saying to him like it's kind of caught me off guard like, I don't know how I got here
2: <laughs> is, he like, is he like gin it's
1: a creeper <laughs> yes and then it doesn't know you don't know when it's hit you until you're like drunk yes I in love as Beyonce would say
2: yeah I think it is I think it is a bit like that because it's like do you know when you're younger you used to fall or some people probably do it so I shouldn't say younger but there's a time in your life when you fall in love and you actually feel like you're falling for someone and then as you get into a relationship or start seeing them some more, it actually, you're like growing in love, like you're rising Mm. in love because they're challenging you and you're having an argument and then you're growing as a person Mm. and actually letting them challenge you, knowing full well you're not about to walk away from them just because they challenged you. I, I suppose it's different things for different people, but my God, whoever you are, friend, family or lover, that's the only way that I know that I've got love for you. When you challenge me, and I don't walk away from you, because I'm so good at dropping people out, <laughs> so, and I don't walk away, it's usually because I don't want to walk away. Which usually means your friendship or your relationship serves me in a way that mm. I know me. I don't know. What do you think, Siva? Hello? Have we
1: lost her? She's I'm sick still- of talking to us about love
0: oh no guys I can hear you but you can't hear me
1: oh we can hear you now
0: <laughs> <You're back. laughs> goodness me so I've been reading this book or I have read this book and one of the quotes within it it says if you have oh, I need to like come out of my phone to read the quote hang on let me let me remember it okay it says if we are the same person before we loved, whether this is like a friendship love or like a romantic love, then we haven't loved enough. And I think that's like really true and goes back to what you just said, Jindy, is that you, you grow with that person and they help build you and they help like motivate you. And I think if you're falling in love, then you're not going to grow and you're not going to transform into the person that you should be, I think. Mm. And so I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what you guys think, but I, I definitely think the times that I've been in love, all those two times, both of the times, completely different people, I, I was a completely different person at the end of it. Like, I, could, I couldn't I could even recognize, recognize myself. And, and whether it's like a bad thing or like a good thing or, I mean, I think growth is always going to be good, I guess. But yeah, completely different, I was a completely different person at the end of it. So I hmm. don't know
2: are you Trish are you like different or transformed even if it's incrementally like slowly
1: yeah I was I was gonna say two things the first thing is I don't know if you remember someone we used to work with Jindy actually was like they hate the term falling in love because it's like like, why am I falling why does it sound like as if you're like bending over or being submissive it's like it's like you said it should be about elevating you and about growth Mm -hmm. and about going upwards and know pushing yourself up not falling for someone like as if you know, mm-hmm. you've fallen down um but the second thing is when you said like am I different and this is something that I'll be really honest about I don't think I've been in love before when I really look back at other relationships or other dynamics I'm like because all of them I've always broken up with them <laughs> and I was very happy in most of the scenarios to just leave that person and I think if I truly loved them it would have been different. So sometimes I think this like this relationship now has opened my eyes a lot about myself because I think a big thing with me is just being vulnerable and be able to grow with someone and to be able to change and it's about being vulnerable and being open and having like really good communication and it's challenged me to do things differently and not really just be very self-centered and self-focused so I would guess that along the journey I am changing and it does make me try and look differently at like other relationships I have which are with friends and family and say okay how can I be less what do I need and how can I give more because it should always be a two-way thing so I don't want to say it's always changing for the better I've, de- I've definitely got other traits like I can be quite paying quite stubborn and I think those are things I need to work on But Mm. I think like being in love has shown me that there's not really space for those attributes, I guess, because they don't serve either one of us. It's just me like holding on to things for the sake of being like proud or whatever. So I would say I'm not a changed person yet, but I'm changing as it goes along. And (laughs) hopefully for
2: the (laughs) better. That's (laughs) like when you make those changes, it'll be because you want to, not because somebody expects it
1: yeah yeah no it's like it's because I want to and it's because I want to give that person the best part of me and the best side of me like and vice versa that I want them to bring to the table you know what are your best qualities what's your strongest character trait like not to come into a relationship half-hearted because otherwise neither one of us are really giving it our all so like because I want the relationship to work is why I bring my best self and try and be better mm. that's nice
0: Oh, it's not all fairy tale though, don't worry. <laughs> it sounds
2: it I think No. That, I think you touched on a really good point there because in hindsight I don't think if I'd I would I would have absolutely done things differently. And that's no uh, reflection of who I'm with or the relationship that I'm in. That's more general. I yeah. wish I hadn't had a relationship so early on in life. I wish I hadn't tried to do the coupley thing in the relationships mm. that I had and that I'd spent more time building myself up, getting to know myself, getting to know my vulnerability mm. so that I am able to take responsibility for my behaviours and how they play out. But mm. then I kind of think if I hadn't have had to be pushed into a situation where I care enough about somebody else to challenge myself, maybe none of that would have happened. Maybe they actually fast-tracked. Me getting to know myself. Mm. I, 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 I don't know. I'm in two minds. Sometimes I think a lot about the fact that I didn't spend enough time on me as a single person. And mm-hmm. I, I do regret that because I think now I'm always looking for my own time, my own personal space. And I don't think it's just about realizing that I'm more introverted than I ever thought I was. I think it's also because I didn't give myself that when I was younger because I was a stepmom at 25. So. Mm. And it's not about the children, it's more about the fact that I found myself in a relationship where I wanted to make that commitment. Mm. And that's okay, but like, it's just like utopia, isn't it? If you could go back, if I'd had two or three years in between, that would have been marvellous. <laughs> between one relationship and the other.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I would say the same t- as Eugene do. I mean, I'm obviously not a step but I think when you become, when you're in a relationship really, really young, you obviously when you're younger you're still growing I think and still learning about yourself and I think we do until probably the day we die but more so when you're younger and I think the years that I spent in a relationship pretending to be like an adult were years that I should have been spending on myself and those years you you can't you can't get back and you know you now have these certain set of values that define you but we're actually defined by somebody else, and it's like kind of crazy to come to terms with if you think about it, you know. But I don't—I don't, yeah. I don't I regret it because you—you you are the person who you are, and we're fabulous people. So, yeah, exactly, Amen. and you know, just hold
2: out for that midlife crisis, honey, because you um, <laughs> you get the opportunity, you will. I
0: laugh think out. I'm doing it now. I'm having my quarter life crisis. I'm doing a Britney. What?
1: <laughs> yeah. What have you <laughs> bought, Charlotte?
0: Oh, a quarter-life crisis. That's
2: brilliant. <laughs> it's Aww. a wild ride. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think other things like around love, I was like, did anybody ever go through that phase, right, where if the guy you're seeing, I'm being very stereotypical and gender stereotypes and everything here is just a, a sign of my times of when. And I was just like, if they weren't whining and dining me, not literally but like keeping things exciting I always expected the guy to make all the effort and Mm -hmm. like like some kind of princess maneuver really I guess and I'm now looking back and I'm like wow look
1: at you you were like seriously high maintenance I think that's still valid you can still be high maintenance now whether you're guy girl anyone although I am all for chivalry and like Kind of feeling like there's been some effort put in because it is. I mean, this is just me personally, maybe I should put my hand up, but I think it's hard to fall in love with someone who doesn't give you any effort because, yeah, like exactly. I want to see what you can bring to say. But I don't expect to be wined and dying for the rest of my life every day, but I think, yeah, there has to be something in the beginning stages at least that makes you feel like as if you're really special. I'm not saying that's going to guarantee you fall in love with them, but if oh, I don't know, I was gonna say, if someone gave you minimum effort, would you? be as interested but I guess it works for different people
0: yeah I think I, think, I don't know though because if you're if they're just trying to play hard to get I think eventually you'd be like fuck off like no I'm not gonna <laughs> waste my time <laughs> because what, what's the point is if, if, if somebody isn't showing you as much interest as you need then it's not going to be a long-term thing anyway is it because you will you will always get bored if they're not giving you like the communication that you want or like you know whatever so I don't know I think I've been them off <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and I'm sure you weren't
2: being high maintenance Jindy oh, well, I no, agree. me surely not um, <laughs> um, but that's really good I don't know who the travel ex reference was or someone that we used to work with Trish but like it reminds me of something that another person it might even be the same person I don't know said and it was something along the lines of um, I'm never going to promise to love somebody forever Because that's just a lie. That's not something that many human beings can live up to. And like being 15, 20 years along on and off in a relationship, I have to say there are days where you are not in love. You are Mm. not. The love hasn't gone anywhere because it's that day to day you've got accustomed to caring for each other. And, you know, if shit went down, you give a shit. You know, there is no in between there are times and moments in any relationship where you're like, God, do I even feel anything anymore? And it's just because... God, don't say that. It's usually usually (laughs) because life's got in the way, like work and this and that. And it's not, it's temporary. And it's like, it's more a reflection of me that I'm more likely to react to a temporary feeling than other people, whereas you're probably more regulated. So even if I have like a couple of hours of going, well, not great, is it? When's the last time we got dressed up and went out? Like then that becomes <laughs> everything for me. And then I'm like, well, I'm not feeling love today. And I can be very polarized in my way of assessing things. But then, mm-hmm. that's, but then that's quite healthy. Because if you're 15, 20 years into something and you've woken up and smoked the coffee and realized, actually, when was the last time I had an excuse to get dressed up? Not with my mates, but with you. And go out and look good and feel good and all those things. So I think for me it's like the question of what is love and am am I still in love? question mark. Mm. Sometimes it surfaces again, just for those really temporary moments where you're like, What is
1: this? Like literally Mm. come home and that's perfectly healthy to question not question it, but just like kind of sense check. Because I know different people do different things. One of my friends said that in their marriage, they just go out for dinner once a year and just kind of talk about just them and like you know their past I think they've been together like 14 15 years which is surprising for someone at like my age but they did get together young and mm-hmm. they just kind of they just kind of made this I guess promise to each other that they'll always talk about their relationship what do they think is working what do they think isn't working oh. not in like a formal you know let's get a spreadsheet and let's do an, a review <laughs> annually but just like making sure that their marriage is successful and what does it mean for them And I always thought that was quite nice because I guess sometimes you can go on with the day-to-day and you're just doing the routine, but you're not really either of you taking the time to sit and actually not analyse your marriage, but just saying, are we giving each other the love and what we promised each other five, six years ago? And I thought that was quite sweet. I can't promise that that would ever happen because obviously I don't know what my future holds and our relationship's different, but I did like the idea of let's always just make it a thing that we check in with each other otherwise I guess it can be that's how maybe people not stray but if neither one of you are having that conversation and both of you are kind of thinking those things then it can be one of those things that it's not spoken about until it's too late whereas yeah I would hope with most marriages that are long you can try and nip it in the bud and you know bring back date nights or make sure you just have an hour a week where it's just the two of you just I don't know talk about something
0: you know what I think it comes down to though it's just communication like if you Mm. think about so many relationships that have failed I just wonder. oh if they had actually said how they were feeling like truly openly and honestly Mm. like maybe it could have been solved but I mean a lot of times people just don't want to be in the relationship and they just leave and obviously that's fine or you know they cheat on their partner but again I think I'm like I wonder if they just said you know what I've actually been feeling like I find somebody else attractive and it's like kind of scaring me and I don't know what to do about it. I wonder if like it could have been solved, but.
2: Oh, that's a good one. Would you actually ever tell the person that you're with that you're finding somebody else attractive How or how many people would? Would you guys actually able to put us on the spot? All of
1: us. I would if it I was, have. this is a nail in the coffin and I now find this other person so attractive that you are unattractive to me now? Because I don't think you can come back from that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I have. Like, I remember...
1: Um, <laughs> I Charlotte Savage.
0: So much <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so here for this. Keep going. Okay, I just basically... Again, because, like, communication is key, guys, as we all know. And I just remember... I was in this relationship, and it's been like... It was been forever. And I was like, look... He he could kind of sense that something was happening and I was like, Yeah, there's somebody that is interested in me and I enjoy talking to them and that and like maybe I do kind of find them attractive, but that's it. Like that is it. That's all that was happening. Um and he was like, Okay, well, like, you know, I can I can deal with that because that's how ha- that happens, you know, you walk down the street and you go, Oh, that girl's good looking, or that guy's good, like that does happen. So I mean we broke up anyway but um I thought it was good I thought it was like healthy to say that maybe I don't
2: think okay so if Shannon ever said to me <laughs> yeah is another woman attractive like you better leave and never come back
1: <laughs> mm, you can only be saying it if you want to end this because otherwise you, what are you telling me for it's different if you like because there are attractive people all the time and I'm not stupid to the fact that there are other beautiful women in the world. And if you look, whatever, obviously, I'm not the kind of person because I don't stalk anyway. If someone was doing something weird, like liking loads of pictures on Instagram, then that's another thing. But just to come and tell me that you like someone, I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do with this information? doesn't serve any purpose. And it just, like, plants seeds of doubt. And I think maybe this is just me personally. I feel like I don't need to know there's a problem until there's a problem because now you're telling me that going to create a problem we might not have had before. Because then I want to say, oh, maybe you find this person attractive, maybe you find that person. Yeah. Maybe you don't find me attractive anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, where is this going? But that could yeah. be because I'm crazy.
0: <laughs> no, no I-, I, think, I think you're right. Like, I, To just give you some context, I didn't give you any. The relationship was, like, over for me anyway. So for him to oh, like, up. Up. like, I was, you know, I was talking to this girl at work and, like, she was, like, kind of, like, she's obviously interested in me. Do you know what? I fucking thought. I was like, good for you, babe. Like, I'm happy. You're putting yourself out there. <laughs> like, in this relationship where I was, like, in love with this person, like, madly, the thought of them wanting to be with somebody else would just be, like, awful. I think it would just kill me. Like, you, I don't know how you, as you said, Trish, I don't know how you could come back from that. Yeah. Like, oh, God, no. Like, forget even
2: if I was in love with them. The, going back to the stubborn Trish. The, <laughs> side you know it doesn't matter if I'm done with you in my head already you're not telling me to my face that you're <laughs> <laughs> that you're attracted to some next woman no way <laughs> like literally I can't even deal with female friends that's how bad it is yeah oh, that's quite bad Jindy that's really bad <laughs> right? like I reserve the right to want to have male friends but and it's like it's not that I know it's not that I don't think they exist. I know they exist. One
1: of them sent him food home. Food home. What? As in he went to work and came home with her food? Yes. That's a bit weird. Nah, I'm not
0: happy with that.
1: Sister- yeah, I can feed sister my vibe. own man. What is this? Yeah, but it's sister vibes. Mm-mm. That's not sister vibes. I'm- I
0: wouldn't be making food for any... No.
1: No. This is what I'm saying
2: when he's telling me, Oh no, she's like a sister to me. She's married. She's got three boys. They
1: love saying, "Oh, she's mad." I'm like, that didn't stop anyone from doing anything,
2: yeah. <laughs> right? And more to the point, you might see her as a sister, but my yeah. sister is not looking at you like a brother. Let me let you know, <laughs> okay? So, and then it's irrelevant on a scale of one to ten how much love I'm feeling for my husband because we all know it flexes from day to day, week to week. But it's like who's stepping who's stepping into my world. Be careful who you are before you step into my world. Cause I know you said you're not a stalker. I will know everything about this woman. I will know everything <laughs> about her in
1: case I need to I need no, to I can't stalk. It's my mind thing that I if I just pretend that something or someone doesn't exist, then I'm like I'm just happy in a bubble. So I think he was he used to have a job before where he doesn't woman and he used to joking call his work wife, which is fine. And I think one time she was messaging. And my friends were like, oh, don't you want to know who she is or what she looks like? And I was like, I actually don't care. Cause then it almost like becomes real. Maybe mm. I'm just too much in denial. But I was like, I don't need to see this unless it's like actually something's happening. Cause I think once you start digging and finding information, it's like a addiction. Cause I've had it before. I think one of my boyfriends, I think he left, this is obviously years ago, he left his Facebook open and I was there going through all the messages <laughs> like a crazy woman. And then I just couldn't stop. And then I was just going like back to 2000 and whatever with the mum's aunt's birthday party so from then I'm just be like, I will just not like involve myself if you want to talk about it we can talk about it but I won't ever say oh let me see what they look like or, or you know what's her name I just kind of like let it wash over my head otherwise Jindy I'd be like you be like who is this woman packing him with jollof rice to come home because we're gonna fight it was jollof rice and <gasps> I involved.
2: knew
0: it
1: you know,
2: you it's and, always
1: dollar fries.
0: Yeah. You know what? They they bring out their best stew and their best dollar fries,
2: <laughs> And I just thought, I, anyway, I can't, I can't. And here's the thing. If somebody said to me that he's having an affair or anything, I'd laugh. That's how much trust there is there. I'd laugh. Yeah, I think but I'd be the same. It's besides the point. I know no one's cheating and I know no one's going anywhere. That's a given. But for anyone to even think and start getting any ideas in their head I'm like you got to cut that shit out Mm I don't think (laughs) you are yeah literally I was like oh god yeah sorry I know we've digressed away from love because there's not a lot of love going on in this conversation (laughs) but it's all part of the same thing so rewind to a time when you actually felt in love and by that I mean some kind of physiological feeling have you ever what's your thing is it butterflies in the stomach what is it when do you know
0: I think like for me the time as Trisha said like I when I was in it I I couldn't recognize it and then now I look back on it I remember this person just looking at me and genuinely I couldn't look them in the eyes because it was like it was like really intense and it was too much. It was like you feel a bit like flustered, you feel like sick and you're just you can't concentrate on anything. And I literally I had to I basically ran away. <laughs> I was like, I got to go. I literally just like run off. And I think that like now I look back on it at the time I was like, I don't really know what happened just then, but now I look back on it and I'm like, girl, you you were just, like, madly head over heels, couldn't breathe, couldn't look at them because it was, like, so much. Um, and I think that's the one time I can, like, pinpoint and say that was, like, an actual physical reaction and, like, a mental one where it was, like, I can't do anything but just think about them as well, which is, sounds so, <laughs> so yeah. mental. But, yeah, I think that's, that's what I would say.
1: Mm. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like Charlotte's example was so good. I don't know if I've had like a physiological reaction only because i always try and be quite clear on is this love or is this lust so obviously anything fluttering downstairs i'm like this, this isn't love because that can happen to <laughs> <for> anyone <laughs> we we're just talking about flutters downstairs love you took it to a healthy <laughs> level <laughs> well like charlotte had like the vibes i feel like i get those vibes more on like the first second and third date whereas what? Yeah, like, when you're just, like, really excited to see them and, oh, okay, you know, you yeah. get a little bit nervous around them and you like, oh, my God, he just strokes my hand or that kind of stuff. But then, I don't know, the love feeling. I think it's more... The best way I can describe it, I guess, is the feeling of just feeling content. It's just feeling like I'm really, like, full. And, yeah. like, there's no better feeling than... Even if it's just us sitting on the sofa watching our favourite show, drinking wine and holding hands then I'm just like this is what to me love feels like it just feels like really warm it feels like I'm safe with this person and I don't know how I guess it's not like physical chemistry buzzing in the air but you kind of feel like that electric charge or it's Mm. not one-sided it's like they're the same way and I guess like little feelings of affection like you know stroking just not like anything even sexual but just like being near to each other sometimes you get like those kind of like goosebumps of like a little electrifying feels so that's yeah. when I'm like oh I must actually really love this person
0: because oh. with anyone
1: else it would give me the ick
0: <laughs> that's really that's really wholesome
1: love. that's a yeah. good.
0: that's like a good healthy love I think there's two very like different types isn't there and I think what I probably described is like not healthy and um, what you have no just- that
1: is because you should still have that kind of like excitement when you're with the person you love because then it's like the differentiation of being in love or you love them or you, what's mm-hmm. the saying? like you have loved someone but you're not in love with them, whatever it is what is difference right they so- say that like when you love someone then is maybe it's more closer to what I've described where it's like you've maybe you've been together a long time and you're just really comfortable and that that's the person you've got really strong feelings for. But being in love, it's kind of like a deeper I guess maybe the people say the stage at the start where like everything, your world might be around that person and you would do anything for them. A bit mm-hmm. like how you love your mum but you're not in love with your mum kind of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a
0: really good example, I think.
1: I I probably didn't explain it well. No,
2: no I-, I think you have. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: you have.
2: Because yeah. I've never stopped to... This is, like, really self-indulgent, this episode, because I've never stopped to think about it. Maybe a bit more like you, Trish. Like, I go by how it makes me feel.
1: And yeah, it's-, it's probably yeah. selfish of me.
2: No, no, but I think there's something... I think it's still physiological, but I think it's something on a base level. Like, so it's not a roller coaster. So... It's not like one's bad and the other's good or vice versa. It's just different for different people, like you said. Like knowing where you stand and is this lust and does or is this love? Like does it have legs, or is this just going to be like a bit of a honeymoon romance and off we go, like a holiday romance? Maybe.
1: Mm. I've definitely been in lust before. Then I told the person I loved them, and then afterwards I was like, "You idiot! You did not love him at all. What were you even (laughs) thinking? Like it was just good." Renee's not not far from me. Just good aubergine. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's easy to get confused though. It
1: so is. Because you're just like, at that moment in time, you're just like, this person is everything. And then afterwards, you realize they're a piece of shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're not serving you as a person at all. That's it. So, yeah. And I think I, I used to have this tendency where I would talk something like that up. Oh, no, we have loads of great conversations. Lies. Like, <laughs> the person was talking, I had no clue what they're saying. Not because I was obsessed with what how they look or there was attraction. It was because I was probably bored fucking senseless. And, yeah, if they wasn't serving me in the way that mattered, I didn't really care what they had to say over breakfast. So, and I know... I feel like an asshole. No. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, you can see somebody's mouth moving and you're like, words. <laughs> you I want an extra
0: crown, probably. I, I love that. And I think it's so good and honest to like recognize that as well. And because, not to I, like, if you think about this as women, like, I feel like sometimes it's kind of a bit like taboo to say things like that. Be like, oh, do you know what? I actually was just using them for sex. Like, is that even... Can we even say that? Or are we going to... I don't know. I wouldn't say using them for sex,
2: though. I'd say it was mutual. Because there's always consent, right?
0: Of course. Obviously, obviously, but I mean, like, you both use each other for, like, to serve that purpose. And, like, that's
2: okay. Yes, it's healthy. I would say even. So, no one's on a diet. (laughs) At the end of the day. So... Yeah, I was just like, because I've never stopped to think about these things. That's why I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to write down some fake ass questions. I don't even know. I don't, I'm using this as a coaching session 20 years on. Like, I don't even know what the difference is.
1: I do have a question for you though, Jindy. Because I always wondered this with like couples who've been together for a long time. Do you feel like Sharon is your soulmate? Or like, do you believe in soulmates? do you know no, like I, he's your person
2: yeah so I used to massively believe in soulmates because I used to be fatalistic like uh. up there in the like a romantic basically it's all up there in the stars and the moon blah 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 blah, blah. and every every in any relationship I got into it was gonna go in that direction towards the stars and the moon because well that's what Bollywood movies taught me it always has a happy ending <laughs> And I'm going to have a happy ending. Like, I don't know about soulmate though, to answer your mm. question. I've always been so independent. I don't, I have the opposite problem. I don't let people in. And when I mean people, I mean even my husband. So, <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I could ever say that I always thought that I would have a soulmate because I never wanted to depend on anybody. I have a big issue with dependency. I do think I would say that he's my person. I definitely because he's he's not my you know some people say that's my person they mean their default
0: mm.
2: but for me it's like I choose to have him in my life I don't need him in my life and yeah. that that's a good blend of both so of course I don't like depending on people so it's a choice and that's a really nice feeling
1: oh yeah I don't know what do you think Charlotte do you believe in soulmates
0: Oh, I, I really don't know. And I think I was having this conversation with my fat mate the other day. And she was saying that like, obviously there's like different types of love. And like a soulmate love is one that comes into your life for like a reason. And then you love each other like really, really deeply. And then you let it go. Like it it, it doesn't, it doesn't like come into anything. Because I think if it's a soulmate, like I just feel like it'd be too intense for you to hold on to. I'm going to it. Yeah. I I don't, I don't know. Like, I think if a relationship's going to last, like I really like Ginny's like analogy where it's like, he's my person that, you know, when someone gets married and then they kind of fall into a trap where it's like, they have to rely on that person for, either it's like financially or emotionally or because they're just so used to it. I would just hate to be in that situation where you feel like you have to have that person. There's no like escape from that. So I think, with a soulmate, I feel like you would feel like that because it's like you, your soulmates. Like it doesn't. I don't think it gets any deeper than
1: that. Oh, I think I thought soulmate was something else. <laughs> I mean? Yeah, different for different people, right? Yeah, no, that's true. I was my like idea of a soulmate was someone who that that's your one person who you're destined to be with forever or for however long you end up being together, um, but. Yeah I never really believed in it only because I was like it's one of those fairy tale things that you always kind of like hear when you're younger like soulmates or love at first sight and I think as I've gotten older I'm not necessarily even more cynical as I've started to like have different relationships I start to realize that like having love or romantic love with your partner isn't really something that happens by like chance or luck or because you know your souls are destined to be entwined together forever I think Mm -hmm. a lot of it is about just compatibility yeah and like Jindy says Sherlyn's her person because he knows you whether you let him in or not Jindy he knows you probably inside and out upside down and he knows your makeup breakup and your habits and like he's (laughs) become your person so I don't know if anyone comes into your life already your person that you've got no work to do because you just like fit I just always feel like you probably get someone who's more than halfway there and then you kind of make up the rest as you go along and you figure each other out and you learn. Yeah. So I think I've always thought in my head when I was younger that I was going to meet someone and we're just going to click and it's going to be perfect and that's it. So when in this relationship, when we've like had conflict or disagreements and then we always kind of find a way to like sit down and talk it through, it's made me realise that actually just because we've had some kind of like argument or whatever when like not seeing eye to eye on it doesn't mean that he's not my person it just means that I he probably lack the skills to actually try and resolve things so yeah I mean yeah, yeah. I was definitely sold a dream when I was younger I was like oh this is actually work
2: <laughs> that's what I was gonna say I was teetering on saying it like it does take work it's not something that's seamless and just
0: happens I just I think Like, that book that I read, I think that's what it it kind of discusses. It's, like, even if it, like, doesn't end the way you imagine it or the way you thought the stars would align and all the films and books that you've read, it's still good to, like, appreciate what you did have. And, like, if it's, like, a workplace crush or if it's, like, you're so madly in love with someone or if it's just, like, someone that you spent, like, two nights with, like, it's always good to feel that love feeling. I don't know. Like, what do you guys think? Do you think it's, like, dangerous to feel that? Hmm. Dangerous to feel love. Like, you know, say say you go on, like, three dates with someone and you're like, I really, really like this person. We have a connection, blah, 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 blah. Do you feel like, because that is a form of, like, a mm. connect, that is a connection between two people. I don't know if it's, like, a form of love. Maybe it is. But, like, is it dangerous to feel that too often? Like, do you have to, like, restrict it? Or, don't know. Mm. Like, go
2: with the flow. Like, you feel what yeah. you feel. There's a reason you're feeling that way. And I think you're blessed. Like, there's a lot of people who go on these mundane dates and, like, within 30 seconds of putting the drink down, they're thinking, you don't look like the app. You <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. don't look like the app. You d- if the app had a sound, you don't sound like the app. I've just decided. <laughs> and you're looking for the nearest exit point before you've even... So i just think like if you're on the other end of that spectrum where you can frequently go on dates and mm. start and then like three dates in you're like i'm invested i like this i'm like that's brilliant
1: mm. I feel risky though cuz i feel like you i've know. had people go on dates after dates of dates and i'm like you kind of think are you actually liking this person or are you just liking the experience because it's almost like the person isn't who's mapped what's the word so it's not the person that they're in love with I don't know how to explain this but it's like yeah it's
0: not the person it's just the like experience the feeling of yeah feeling love or attention it doesn't matter yeah like any person
1: because I think I'd be a bit wary if someone was always in love with someone after three dates but then it didn't last it fizzled and then it was another person I mm-hmm. think maybe there's some something to look out of. is this really what you're feeling at the same time I think I was the very opposite end like I would I went on quite a few dates like just over the years and it was very rare that it amounted to something and not in a way of the person who we know who just goes on one date and there's just that nap (laughs) cancelled their their eye was too big
2: (laughs) I was that really well for you to collect two that was
1: <laughs> you guys know but at the same time I feel like it takes like it has to be something really special and really magical for me to get that feeling that Charlotte's describing after like just a couple of dates mm-hmm. and I think that's probably when you know that okay maybe there's something about this person who is different than the rest
2: yeah yeah I I, I think see I've never thought about it I just end up in a relationship I never stop <laughs> How, it, how I got there. I'm not even going to lie. I just, I'm quite an easygoing person on that level that the only relationships that were ever going to work with me were people who were just easygoing. So I didn't realize that I actually got there with them. Mm. If it feels forced or contrived in any way, that's when I go on high alert and think, well, better run away from this thing. Whatever this person's trying on me over here. It's like, yeah, I'm almost more likely to fall in love with a friend if that makes sense.
1: Really, but- I found that never worked for me. I did try once, and I just couldn't get them out of the friend zone. Although I did feel really bad because they really loved me, and I was just like, No, yeah, because it's hard because there was nothing wrong with them, and obviously I loved him as a friend, and that we had such good banter, and he wasn't horrible to look at, but it was just something was there that I couldn't get, yeah, like the romantic side to click. Which
0: yeah.
2: is yeah, I'm the opposite. Hard. I'm like,
1: rarely ever. I'm attracted
2: to the person physically, really but rarely ever. Yeah, it's always the conversation. Conversation is. I'm really learning something about myself now. Conversation is <laughs> a deal breaker for me. If you mm-hmm. can't bring the chat, and I don't mean the stupid chat. I mean, if you can't literally bring the authentic chat. Like I grew up in a Punjabi household with full of banter it's constant and if you can't take the piss out of each other and just be like relaxed and tell each other to shut up and whatever if it's polite
0: do you know what I mean
1: yeah and then how um, do you break through from just being friendly to oh my god I want to rip their clothes off now
0: well because
2: I... I'm a red-blooded woman and that's a- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that's a really good point how did I
1: Mm, it's like I can't change my perception of this is someone I was friend. I say this like I'm trying to do it now this was obviously years ago
2: (laughs) I guess it wasn't really like oh they were my friends for ages and then suddenly Uh... ah moment so it was obviously building but it was building in a way that felt safe for me in the sense that it's I can I value you as a friend I would want you in my life regardless if we were doing something, and you're obviously easy on the eye as well, so looks has got to be a thing. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, I'd find that icky as well. Like, ill. Yeah,
1: I'm so shallow. Looks is number one. I mean,
2: it's got. To, it's got to be. It's got to be. But you're never going to last in my life. I already know
1: this. Yeah, you can't have just looks. Yeah. But if I'm not attracted to you remotely, I've learned that it's just not gonna. We can have all the banter and all the money and all the everything. Like I actually have admiration for people who can like have sugar daddies and stuff because I'm just like I couldn't do it. I don't think there's enough money that sugar can make dad- me love someone.
2: No, I just I don't understand it. How? How do they even think about going in for a kiss? Do they even? get
1: yeah. they must do, they- do. They're getting paid to.
2: <laughs> no, well, they, they, they're getting paid to do something. But like, <laughs> I'm with a woman on this. No kissing. <laughs> to me, kissing is really intimate. I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I might, I might fuck you, but I ain't kissing you. Mm-hmm. I think that's
0: so true. Oh, what was I reading? Where it was about that? Oh, I can't remember, but it was like something about kissing and how. Um, oh, it was this book, and this woman was basically saying that it's like the most intimate thing that you can do with someone and I'd, I'd never really thought about it and then I thought about all the people that I've kissed and I was like fuck it is like you think about the people that you've really had a connection with it's always been good kisses because it's like it, I don't know it kind of like bonds you in like a healthy like nice natural way I, I don't know rather than just like having sex with someone which I think is quite like animalistic I think kissing is like really gentle um yeah, so yeah I've never really thought about it
2: yeah And I think like, I think it's like everybody's mindset about that's going to be different. Somebody's going to be like, really? You're going to let somebody penetrate you with the aubergine and you don't think (laughs) that kissing, (laughs) kissing, like farm to lip balm was all of a sudden super intimate. I can just imagine people. Well, it is
1: though, to be fair. I actually agree with Charlotte. I think some people can do it and they can not kiss in that act, but to kiss someone I mean, I'm not out here trying to give people signals that if someone kisses you, it means that they love you. <laughs> but I think it is a new level of, like, being close to someone. I I, I think one of my brothers is like, he doesn't really like kissing. He finds it gross. And I'm like, <laughs> but you've got two kids. And he's like, yeah, but no. So I think it's, it's kind of something else for them. I think we see it as, like, affectionate, and it's normally, like, a foreplay thing, I guess. Whereas if you could just skip it and just go straight to sticking the aubergine in
2: (laughs) (laughs) what about crushes who was your first crush doesn't have don't don't have to say names but I thought just end on a
1: high oh oh my god mine was probably I think someone from like the Street Boys or something I'm not gonna (laughs) lie I don't even know if it was one of them it might have been like three. You know, like top of the pops, and you used to get the magazine, and I used to like fantasize that they were going to come find me one day and I was going to do a <laughs> music video.
0: It's
2: not even like, um, it's so not get realistic. Or you go to, to meet them, they're going to come and find you, Trish.
1: <laughs> I was like 10, I think, 10 or 11.
2: Can I just say backstreet, backstreet boys at the age that they were, and three of them coming to find you at the age of 10, it's all
1: very <laughs> It wasn't three at the same time, it wasn't like gangbang. It was, I think, i rotated between favorites.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, so, there's so much illegal there,
0: yeah. I'm, not, I'm not down with illegal. Stuff. <laughs> Um, mine was mine was a bit more wholesome than that,
1: actually. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: uh, my, mine was, um, so lived in Essex growing up, and this guy, well, I say guy, boy, we were in year five at school, and he moved from East London, and I was like, oh, my God, he's a bad boy. I mean, <laughs> the pattern's already starting, and I'm
1: 10 years old. <laughs> Always the bad boys.
0: Oh, I God. just, I just... Uh, I just I had such a like major crush on him and we ended up being boyfriend and girlfriend for a while and then and then he ditched me for this other girl and then years later when we was at school he was like Charlotte I should never have done that you were always out of my league blah 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 blah. and I was like yeah I was babe (laughs) (laughs) oh wow you got your closure I I absolutely did it the power I waited seven, like six or seven years for it. But I, t- I kid you not, that power felt like incredible.
2: <laughs> I love that your crush was actually your boyfriend. Because nine times out of ten, a crush isn't.
1: Yeah. A crush doesn't even know that you exist. <laughs> Do you know? Like mine. <laughs> and there was a guy and I used to sit with him. We used to have lunch. And I think he even had a girlfriend at the time. And then we only worked together for like a year. And I just thought he was really cool. Um, I wouldn't say it was a bromance or romance or whatever but we just like kind of had good banter it was really funny and then I left and then after I left he broke up with his girlfriend and he was just kind of telling me about dating and then he like decided to tell me that he had a crush on me for the whole time but he didn't want to mix like work and stuff and I was like honestly I had absolutely no idea and I never would have even assumed that you felt that way but I don't know if sometimes them just hanging out with you is them giving you a subtle hint that actually I like you a bit more but then it's so hard because like you, we were saying with people having friendships and relationships at work you don't always assume that it's something romantic mm. the same. No. Then I did have a crush on someone that like guy. um I worked with one time and when I looked back I was thinking he actually looks a lot like milk maybe I had a type <laughs> but he did not even know I existed and he was like the facilities manager uh, oh, my God, I used to dream up all kinds of things. Like, we'd bump into each other and we'd go to the bathroom. <laughs>
2: that is brilliant. That is, probably that is probably all
1: brilliant. that used to get me through that job. The job was so boring. But, yeah, he was so hot.
2: <laughs> or was he really hot because the job was so boring that you needed to create a distraction?
1: No, I think he was hot. He was really muscly. He had tattoos. and He was kind of, like, a bit oh. rugged. He had like, I think he had a girlfriend though, but, yeah, I used to fantasize that we'd like you know have a little lunch break, what are they would call rendezvous that <laughs> happened
2: I've always felt really strongly that if you can't be my friend, you can't be my anything I don't know mm. why yeah
0: I think i um, yeah, I mean you've said that to me a lot a lot of times <laughs> have I yeah, no, i think and I think it's great advice as well though, because if you can't be friends with someone then like. And you can't have chats as if you are friends and, like, speak to them as if you are friends and treat them as if you are friends. Be- then, like, what what do you have? Like, it's just sex then, isn't it?
1: Yeah, uh,
0: that's true. I'm not, and I'm not knocking it. Like, if yeah. that's
2: your thing... Yeah. yeah. Feel mm-hmm. or boots. That's what I'm <laughs> so, um, just So I'm just, like, I just... I, that's my personal thing. I just think I cannot love you or be in love with you if you're not my mate. Like... Mm-hmm. Because I'll always have I'll always have you on a pedestal, like, oh, you're a boyfriend or you're a husband and you should behave like this. And actually, nah, if you can't be someone's friend, like me being their friend and being a good friend to them, I think it's similar. I think it's the same as what you're saying, Trish, but I'm just saying it different, like my way. Like, you know, you were saying about learning to think about what their needs are and things like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's important to me. Like, it has to be reciprocal
1: yeah I think the friendship thing is important because one of my friends gave me bad advice though this is how I got in the situation she was like yeah sure you want a guy who you can rip his clothes off at the start but after like five ten years you actually want someone who's your friend and who you can just talk to like it needs to be something beyond that and then that's when I gave the whole friendship guy a chance and then I was just like no nah, you're literally you're just my friend So I think you do need to have both in order for it to be successful. And I'm not saying there's any formula for success in like love and relationships, but just having that, because like Charlotte said, otherwise it is just lust and it's just being physical. If you can't even talk to them or come to them for advice or, you know, have jokes and banter and, you know, just laugh until juice comes out your nose kind of thing. Otherwise it's a bit like, a bit boring. Yeah, What's your non-negotiables for love? Oh yeah. God, that's a long list. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: now I see why you were going for a top three, Trish. You were trying. to Hello. Yeah, like, box it in. Let's go. For- yeah, that's a good one for a non-negotiable because I think like any relationship's going to break down if there's not good communication. Like, well, yours
0: is constant communication. <laughs> I mean, not like twenty-four-seven, but I mean like someone that obviously like you want to talk to. Like the feeling that you want to talk to them about anything or like have a joke with, like that kind of communication. Like I want to go to the pub with them and have a drink and chat about something. Or I want to text them because like I saw this thing and it reminded me of them. Like that kind of communication mm. like, easy and you want it. We
2: would a make a couple, you and me. Because now <laughs> I see you as a friend, I would just live stream you everywhere I go. I would love that. <laughs> I don't know you would love that. This is what I mean. <laughs> If these guys just spent a bit more time with your mate, we could mould them. I'd just be like, all you need to do, who cares if it's a boring PowerPoint presentation, live stream her now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so true though,
0: So like, I just feel so involved.
2: <laughs> I love, why don't, what would Trish's non-negotiable be? Like, what do we think it would be? And then you can tell us, Trish
0: oh what would Trish's be I feel like you, because you just like are so chill and laid back I feel like if you have someone that was like a super control free like OCD I just don't I don't know how that would work unless like you know say they say opposites attract but I don't know um mine change all the time so I think roughly it would be like communication constantly (laughs) um I don't know I really don't know I think it's that I think the non negotiable is
2: the looks. I think they have. I think I agree with you. I mean, like based on what you've said, it's the ruggedness. It's the it's the type. And if Cindy, you, you
1: know me so well because that was number one. <laughs> 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 I did have two others as backup, but that was what I was like. Yeah, I can't yeah. budge on that because if I don't find them attractive, then yes, yeah, and non, it's a non star. It's just dead in the water. Is it, before but do you, you find though,
0: if you can say you can like chat to someone and you, and. Like you find and you get along really, really well with them, and like you look forward to talking to them. And you're like, you're like, well, I'm not really sure if
1: I find them like that attractive, but there's something there. Like, do you think you could grow on it, or it's like it's? No, not I don't believe in growers. Cause <laughs> my friend, <laughs> my friend was saying this, and I was like, I would hate it if like my future husband said, you know, what? I didn't really like you at the start, but you grew on uh, me. That's.
0: True. I'd be like,
1: what the. I'm, mm. so, I'm so filthy. I was about to say, mini overteams <laughs> don't become large
2: That never happened. So <laughs> you can wait for your grower. Oh, but yeah, that, on a serious note, that's mine. I think I am into a grower. Like if it's not, grow- <laughs> if it's not growing, literally, not it. <laughs> <Sorry>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the
2: relationship. If it's not growing, like for me, it's chemistry. Mm. and three can make me see you as physically mm. attractive and I think it's that intellectual stimulation like it has oh. to be yeah it has to be something that sparks my mind mm. yeah and I then- think
0: I'm like I'm deaf 100% same as you Jindy same
1: 100% yeah that's a good one I think I was gonna say my other non-negotiable was communication like Charlotte and love languages because one thing I've definitely struggled before is how do you show me or how do you express to me that you love me or even that you care and I've learned that in this relationship that mine is like words of affirmation and acts of service because if you don't do those things I mean you can buy me all the stuff and you can take me on holiday but if you never like said with your mouth like how do you feel and like what it is you love about me and if you never did stuff like I think I was telling you guys the scenario where he like spent five hours taking my sofa apart And rebuilding it. When he had his own work to do that day, and I was like, that actually means more to me than if someone couldn't, like, just meet my needs in the way that I need to be shown that I'm cared for, if that makes sense.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I think love language is, although it sounds really formal, because I don't like the term language, but, like, how you express to me, like Charlotte said, like, her thing with communication is quite simple, but some guys don't do that. Some guys will just not really be big on messaging or... You know, see a funny meme on Instagram and send it to you—that kind of interaction. Whereas I yeah. quite like things like that.
2: And I kind think of... off the bat, they're not right for you
1: when yeah. they're not. Oh, we need to click on those levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sometimes
2: you get attracted to somebody who's in no way, shape, or form going to tick your boxes. Yeah, and so, I... but like sometimes we get so invested, like the either the number of dates that we've been on or well I've spent eight months of my life with this person so let's see what a year is saying these <laughs> <laughs> stupid milestones and stuff like that I agree so communications come up twice and then attraction whether it's physical <laughs> or mental
1: has yeah, come that's up a good so,
2: in, so that's that's what that's the recipe for
1: love people <laughs> go find it
2: physical attraction emotional or mental attraction and communication. Maybe we
0: With- should do like an experiment. I'll be the guinea pig because obviously we both are in relationships. So maybe we could do like a for the start of season two of the podcast, it can be like, Charlotte, how did you get on? And I'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is an open book. I like that. Mm. I like
2: it a lot. I just think, I think what's really reassuring for me is that actually we, we didn't struggle when it comes to non-negotiables, but none of them were high maintenance. So Guys, if you're listening, if it's not us, it's got to be you. You're the home <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. We'll leave it on that, this feminist podcast slating men.
0: No. <laughs> but,
2: like, you know, like, I've had people in the past who are like, yeah, I should have said something sooner. And you're like, if you're not that guy, you can't say what you feel. Like, you know, the one that's waiting out on you as the female to say something
1: oh god that's terrible exactly and
2: that's another sign they're not right ladies move mm-hmm. on if they that can't find the voice, move on mm-hmm. it's really important
0: <sighs>
2: oh god thanks guys I needed that I needed that because I've never done it before you know those girly nights in when you have these chats and stuff or I don't know I just imagine that girls have these chats because I've never <laughs> done it before so I was like oh this is something like it, it's on my like bucket list. Now I've done it. Aww. Aww. So cute. I hope it makes for a good podcast though. Otherwise we had a really nice phone call. I
0: mean, yeah, even if it doesn't, I feel like the therapy was great.
1: Yeah. I feel like a Christmas special. Like you know they do the yeah, shopping. But, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
0: this <have> yeah. <laughs> All right, good night, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.